Sure. Uh, good morning. Welcome to Paul Hederman's take on uh, the 12 steps of Alcoholics Anonymous. Um, this is not an AA meeting. It's Paul Hederman's take mainly on uh, the, the core of the problem, as we should say. Um, so I'm, I'm going to do a reading, Paul, if that's all right. Yeah. So this one, I mean, I just, I kind of randomly opened. And uh, it's in the doctor's opinion, yeah? Yes. And it's on 31, XXXI. I think that's 31. I used to know my Roman numerals. And um, I'm going to begin uh, with the paragraph. It starts with when. You got your book? You got a new book, Paul? No, but I have this. Because you never, yeah. This page just didn't fall out. Um, no. All right, I'll start. It says, uh, what's it say? It says, when I need a mental uplift, I don't know if this is what I wanted to, okay. I don't know if this is what I wanted to read, but I'm going to read it anyways, man. Hold on. I'm going to just double check myself. Bear with me, people. Oh, well, I'm going to read it. We'll just talk about, I'll get it over quickly. It says, when I need a mental up, uplift, I often think of another case, another case brought in by a physician prominent in New York. The patient had made his own diagnosis and deciding his situation hopeless had hidden in a deserted barn determined to die. He was rescued by a, a searching party and in desperate condition brought to me. Following his physical rehab, rehabilitation, he had a talk with me in which he frankly stated he thought the treatment a waste of effort. Unless I could assure him, which no one ever had, that in the future, he would have, he would have the willpower to resist the impulse to drink. His alcoholic problem was so complex and his depression so great that we felt his only hope would be through what we then called moral psychology. And we doubted if even that would have any effect. However, he did become sold on the ideas contained in this book. He had not had a drink for a great many years. I see him now and then, and he is a fine specimen of manhood as one could wish to meet. I earnestly advise every alcoholic to read this book through, and though perhaps he came to scoff, he remains to pray. William Silkworth, MD. That's not what I planned to read, but that's what I read this time. So with that, I'll turn it over to Mr. Hederman. Thanks, Gary. Yep. Well, that's a strange way of describing a person. I see him now and then, and he is a fine, as fine a specimen of manhood as one could wish to meet. Wow. I don't think that would come in my head or something. Can you imagine? I met a person, and he was the finest specimen of manhood I could imagine ever meeting. Wow. Uh, the other thing, 
he wanted to have a guarantee that he would have the willpower to resist the impulse to drink. Obviously, <clears throat> that's the pivot point of recovery is we don't have the willpower to resist the drink. So we finally, we tell the truth about it. And in that admittance of powerlessness, we feel power. Yeah, it's the whole spiritual paradigm, so to speak. Yeah, you don't do what your head would think you do. Instead of fortifying your defenses, you get disarmed. Yeah, you just finally admit you're outmatched and... Uh, People think that the drinking and the using is what causes the unmanageability. But I think most people will come to realize that it was you attempting to manage, which is what causes the unmanageability. Yeah. You, I don't mean you, you, I mean you, the head. Yeah. So in that regard, uh, if you are the cause of the unmanageability, then part of that unmanageability would be thinking the ability to avoid all evidence and keep thinking if I only manage better, it could work. Yeah. So these are just denials. The system does something that's off and then there's a denial and it goes on and on. So this is just the whole crux for me was you admit that you're done. Yeah, even if it's for a day or for an hour, doesn't matter. Just start. And then, uh, you know, if you, if you, if there's a being convinced of your powerless concerning this topic, it produces some really great effects. And one of them is uh, you start to feel a lot of power. Yeah. And then you realize, uh, you're not experiencing powerlessness anymore. You experience powerlessness when you try to exert power you didn't have, yeah? So now you're clear on that, you admitted, you're convinced, you've surrendered to this information, and now you're not uh, in, the, in a diluted state of thinking you have power when you don't. Sort of captured in the serenity prayer, you know? Give us the courage to change the things we can and the, and the uh, serenity to accept the things we can't and the wisdom to know the difference. We didn't have the wisdom to know the difference, did we? No. Yeah, a simple insertion of the wisdom to know the difference goes a long way. <laughs> it really does. Instead of thinking you can outdo something you can't do. Yeah, it's just unbelievable how wrong we can be following the GPS of the head, seriously. And it's not you, it's a failed system. If there's a relying on the head, what's relying on the head, uh, there's gotta be a vague something there that's doing the relying on the head. <laughs> yeah, I, I don't believe we're the head, so to speak. <laughs> but if we believe we are, we seem to live as if we are. And then basically the interest and the attention uh, mostly is absorbed in the mental condition. So I really believe, where did it say here? Uh, we were going to get, uh, where is that thing we just read? Uh, something about a mental condition. 
I don't believe uh, we need to really try to produce a spiritual condition. I need, I think, a way of life that diminishes the mental condition is what works, yeah? And that there's a mental malady, not a spiritual malady. The mental malady is too much interest and attention. <laughs> and you know what happens if there's too much interest and attention, things mutate, really, yeah? That they may have found a balance before, but now they're out of balance. So now you start seeing mountains out of molehills and you can't really, it be, it's a disease of perception, remember. So things start to change based on uh, this ideation of self. So we're extreme examples of what self-centeredness run wild, self-will run wild. We're extremely obsessed with self. So we are really a wild thing. We are like a mutation of self-centeredness when it goes to an extreme yeah, you become hopeless, seemingly hopeless, defeated people because all your solutions hasn't produced a solution <laughs> other than them failing and then finding recovery. Yeah. I think that's really some of the greatest value in stuff is that it fails you. <laughs> yeah, so hopefully... You know, the horse finally fails you. You stop blaming the horse. You realize it's dead, and therefore you get up. <laughs> get on another horse. <laughs> so uh, <laughs> try to, when there's something, when there's a topic that you have noticed thinking about for years, try to think about it different. Just see what happens. Yeah. See what happens if you're going through a deep mental groove and you th think of what would it be like to go right? Yeah, it's just see what happens in, in the system. The system can't go right at that point. <laughs> it only sees things in a black or white manner. It only sees things either I stay with her and drink or I leave her. <laughs> you know, it's just, there's other possibilities. But it can't. And if you just stop and let, okay, here you go, bro. It's like throwing a Rubik's cube in there. Okay, you know, can I look at something that I look at in one way differently? And then watch it. It can't fucking do it. <laughs> That's the beauty of it. That's when you can admit it's failed. And then that reliance on it somehow, I hope, will migrate. Of course, we have to have the fundamentals down, a day of sobriety every day, yeah? And having those principles so we can stay on the, uh, you know, the highway with those God rails, the G-O-D rails. But then you, we start getting to the underlying causes and conditions, and then they change, yeah? And then one of the biggest basis in one's life we were based on agitation, irritability, and restlessness. Now we're based on contentment and satisfaction, which obviously changes every step afterwards. Yeah. What you used to think you love to pursue, you'll fucking lose interest in. You will. I saw it happen with me when I, uh, when I got sober, I thought I'd return to certain places like clubs. Yeah. 
So after the first few months, I figure I'm going to go to a club and see what I was missing. Now, if taking out the Coke, it sucked. <laughs> it did. I hated most of the music it was playing. If I wasn't out there hunting to meet a gal, it was like, what the hell am I doing here? Yeah. <laughs> and then I went to a bar and I was sitting next to a babe and I started to try to be charming. And then the words fell out mid mid. They were going towards her and then they just fell on the floor. I just realized what a fucking phony bullshit this is. I picked up my little words and left. It was good. I went because I got convinced. Yeah, I could. I had gotten, got convinced all the allure wasn't what I thought it was. Yeah, my drive for sex was really a way of feeling better about myself. And I needed a way to feel better about myself because I really, really, really felt pretty fucking bad. Right underneath this giant, giant cover of denial. There wasn't, there wasn't contentment or satisfaction in there. I felt extremely off and guilty. Yeah. So I would go out and if a pretty enough woman, because that would signify something, if she would go horizontal with me, that would signify I was okay. Yeah. But what happened? Maybe a couple of dates later, I see she has a mole on her cheek or something and she's canceled. She doesn't signify it anymore. I've got to go out again and get a new signifying. Yes, it was another form of slavery. I found that out by doing the sexual inventory. I wasn't searching for sex. In my case, mostly it was self-esteem. Wow, I had no idea. Yeah, it's nice to know if, especially if you're a missile that can cause a lot of fucking damage to know your trajectory. Don't you think? I mean, we can destroy families and fucking shit like that. It's important. And we have a big payload. It's important. We, we're not just we're not just sent up in the air willy nilly. You never know what's going to happen. Yeah. So it's good to know. Well, I thought I wanted to get there, but I always end up here. <laughs> when I when the rocket took off, I was thinking I wanted to have a lot of fun that night, meet a babe. I didn't think I was going to detour to jail. What's going on? <laughs> the programming of the missile, I don't I'm not privy to the whole agenda, yeah? I'm not I don't know what's going on in my own life. So, yeah, this, uh, I can say this comfortably now because there's been relief from it, yeah? If I was, if I was sitting here without relief from it, I would be looking to fucking get relief. I'm not looking to get relief anymore, yeah? I'm looking to get relief from the heat, yeah? I'm looking to get relief from a shoe that doesn't work for my weird foot. I'm looking for, you know, I'm going to go pick blackberries right across the street because I already tried one. It seems like they're not bad. So I'm going to get that for breakfast. Yeah. yeah. I'm seeking those things. I'm not sitting here trying to seek relief. Yeah. The problem has does not exist for me today. Yeah. 
Does it so does it has it left entrails and shit? Probably. But I'm telling you, I'm not in a, a constant urge and anxiety of wanting to get what I don't think I'm going to get and lose what I have. Yeah, I'm not living that way anymore. And I don't believe most of us here are. Yeah. Could you produce that in the past? No. Are you enjoying it now? Yes. How did it come about? Something greater than you, the you that you're not, has done for you, the you that you are, what the you that you're not could not do. Yeah? There you go. You're on the winning side. Doesn't it feel right? Yes, it does. My whole talk here is just based on a simple premise of maybe, especially now that you've done all the work, hopefully you've done your amends, you've done this, maybe you can move to another stage instead of looking your, about your role in everything, maybe look at self's role in everything and just start telling the truth about that. Just like you attempted to tell the truth about your role, Let's now tell the truth about self's role. Why not? Yeah. Maybe recovery has more stages than they could capture. They only had four years of sobriety. The person the most had who wrote the book, the most time they could have is four years. Maybe there's some more waves of recovery that occur. And I believe, yes, once you admitted and take responsibility for everything that was done through you, you now realize that which compelled you to do that shit was not you. So let's fucking lay the, lay the responsibility where it is meant, which is this, this, that which has taken us over us, that which has defeated us. And it's, we call it self. Yeah. And there's a huge difference between something else we call us, which is us. Yeah. There's self and us. Self is what has defeated us. Us has not defeated us. Self has defeated us. Self is foreign to us. Yeah. Would it be important to know that if you keep taking yourself to be self? Yes, I would imagine so. And if you keep calling self's manifestations of yours, don't you think it's time to have a correction? Yes, I believe so. Would it help to hear about it because you've not heard about it in your own head or where you or the community you're living in? Yes, I believe so. Yeah. Does this mean everyone needs to be forced to look at things this way? No. It's a simple limitation. If it works for you, let it work. Yeah. I just do not believe to the core of whatever I am that I chose to do the shit I did while under the influence. I just don't. Yeah. At that point, you did not say, oh, that's what Paul does. You would say that's what an addict does. That's what an alcoholic does. That would be the apt description. Yeah. It was not what Paul does. Paul's not doing it now, but addicts are still doing it now and alcoholics are still doing it now. What's the difference? Yeah. Was Paul an alcoholic or did Paul be taken over by alcoholism? I would say Paul was taken over by alcoholism. Yeah. Is Paul taken over by alcoholism now? No, he isn't. 
So was there a Paul that was taken over alcoholism? And there's a Paul that's not taken over by alcoholism? Then Paul was not alcoholism, was he? No. Paul's taken over by something other than alcoholism. Let's call it the higher power. And Paul lives completely different than when it was taken over by the lower power called, let's say, self. Yeah? Why would I want to keep calling myself self? If that's what has defeated me, <laughs> it just makes no freaking sense. Yeah? It was difficult until I saw it. Then it hasn't been at all. I saw self is what has defeated us. And I was convinced of that. And finally, I saw it as foreign to me so I can start becoming free from it instead of trying to be free as it, which is captured by our great statement, self can't get out of self, which describes trying to be free as self. That's what it's describing. Self can't get out of self. So if you're trying to be free as self, from self, good fucking luck. Yeah, it's not going to work. Why? Because tons of people have tried. Hasn't happened. Yeah. <laughs> you want, oh, I'm the exception to the rule. Yeah, you'll be part of that rule. Self can't get out of self. Go ahead. So, you know, we're very hard headed. We need to be convinced. Get convinced. Yeah. Yeah. How many things have you tried? Yeah. Breathing with one nostril closed, the other open, hyperventilating, fucking fasting, praying on your knees, praying standing up, hanging from the ceiling, whatever, over and over again. Why doesn't anything fucking work? There's got to be a misunderstanding somewhere. Or, or misdiagnosis for it to continue on so heavily. Why? And I believe the parasite of what I'm talking of has a great strategy. It convinces the host that it's the host. So when it says, I'm afraid, which is it's almost always state, you say, you feel like I'm afraid, meaning yes, we... We take what it says and we give it fucking life. We represent it. It's going, oh, I'm feeling disconnected. Yes. And then I'm feeling disconnected. You listen to this shit. And then there's like, it's like you're mim mimicking it. It goes, oh, I'll never get this. Oh, I'll never get this. It's insane. Don't you have any sense of what you are? Is it so easy to be told what you are by what you're not, really? Is it that, that fucking, you fall in line every second? It tells you some shit. I have a friend of mine. Of course, she makes a big move. Now the head that was there the whole time she was making the move, that was a bad move. That's the fuck. It's always the case. You know what I mean? It's always the case. It just, it looks at it anyway just to grab your ass, yes? Don't you, see, I see that as slavery, really. I see it as just fucking slavery, yeah? It goes, it's sort of like, you know, when you're following somebody and they go 
and then you try to follow it. It's this is what it seems like that's what we do. The head says something, and then we just adapt to it. Oh, yeah. Do you know the difference between anxiety and excitement? Or don't you do you make a lot of mistakes concerning that? Do you have a real deep understanding of feelings? Do you really? Can you really name and define and describe a feeling? It's like braille to the head. It has no fucking idea. So it just it just it just glues a tag on it. Oh, that's anxiety or that's excitement or that's love. No, it isn't. It's lust, motherfucker. Yeah. Oh, oh, I'm uh, concerned. No, you're all. no, you're not. You're fucking uh, enabling. Yeah. Yeah. Do you read your feelings well? Do you? Do you have a clue actually how you're feeling? I feel a lot. First of all, do you believe there's a difference between the emotion of fear and mental anxiety? And can you tell the difference? Or are you calling mental anxiety fear? And if you are calling mental anxiety fear, you've given mental anxiety a whole lot of power. Fear, fear is a powerful emotion for a purpose to have us take flight or fight, yeah? When mental anxiety has the impact of fear, it has a wallop that it doesn't deserve. Yeah, it's come, it's made out of nothing most of the time. Yeah, you may have a concern, but it's concern about that concern is way freaking overboard. And you're expecting that everyone to see how everything in you is as should be as important to them. It doesn't work. Yes. No one wants to talk. People I know do not want to talk about a 1950 Chevy truck. They're not interested. Yeah. And why would they be? Yeah. It's unbelievable. It's great that we're clear that we're not pumping the heart. Could you imagine if we believed we were pumping the heart? We'd be obsessed over that fucking heart every second because we know we're not managerial quality. We wouldn't be able to do fucking anything. We'd be having a stethoscope all day. Thank God something breathes us. Or man, again, Jesus Christ, what we would be doing. Or pumping the blood. We would have forgot some. We would have forgot to do it. You'd be dead in a second. Yet you believe you're the doer of a of a system much more subtle than those systems called thinking. I can't fucking believe it. You can't pump your blood or your beat your heart. You can't digest that burrito. Once it goes in the mouth, it's fucking, it's out of your territory, basically. Yeah. What are you going to go retrieve it? You can pump your stomach and shit, maybe. That seems extreme. Oh, I made a bad choice. No, live with it, motherfucker. 
Usually it will come through and leave the body. Yes, You'll even, the body will even forgive your misunderstandings all the time, doesn't it? All the freaking time, oh, I want to look really better. And then, so it sits out in the sun for eight hours. You get completely fried. I mean, it hurts like hell. You go to sleep the next day, you got a tan. The body knows how stupid the head is. It's given us a lot of leeway because we're idiots, truly, up there. It's funny. It's super hot, right? It wasn't not today. It's super hot. There's three residents at the house right now. Amelia's away to Italy with the kids. There's Paul, the two-legged version. There's the four-legged Lola dog, four-legged uh, fatso cat. Yeah. Super hot. Paul thinks probably he, had, he should be doing something. I go in the bedroom. The cat hasn't moved in hours. It's not going out. It's not going fucking anywhere. It's not going to exhort any energy because it's fucking hot. The dog, same thing. Goes to the kitchen, lays on the tiles. They're cooler. Yeah? There you go. Oh, well, it's not that interested in going out because it's fucking driven by wisdom. Here we are. I'm a, um, identified as a runner. I got to be running in 120 fucking degree temperature. You have a heart attack. This is insane, isn't it? The, the cats know better than I do most of the time. And the dogs. And they don't have to pronounce it. And they don't think about it. Yeah. This is it. Simple thing. I love being here. The platform is... That which has defeated you is foreign to you. That's all. Yeah. I don't care if I've made it up or not. It works. Yeah. Because I know, just like I found out a long time ago, if I'm interested in someone and I want to hear what they say, the hopes that they're going to say something about me, I'm keenly interesting. I'm trying to listen to her conversation in another room and try to x-ray hearing right through so i can hear if she says i like that guy paul as soon as i realize she doesn't she's not talking about me what happens i lose interest in it yeah i don't have to read a book how to lose interest in the conversation in the other room i lose interest in it why it's not about me same same yeah it's not about you that's the beauty of the message. You'll lose interest in self, which is the pivotal point of recovery. Losing interest in self, we now have gained interest in others and what we can contribute to life. We finally get the turnaround we needed to get, which we cannot produce ourselves. It's based on losing interest in self. It is. Yeah. Page 63, lose interest in self. All these incredible things start to happen. Yeah. Complete interest in yourself. You won't see those things. Yeah. yeah. You'll be trying to acquire conditions that are inherently available. Yeah. You'll try to become spiritual when you are spirit. <laughs> Ha, 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 ha,
some people here have gone through this the mental spiritual evolution a lot of practice then they think they arrive somewhere then they really fuck up a relationship all those credits get disowned then they try it goes on and on and all there is is just a bigger more developed sense of self <laughs> then you need relief from that. Yeah. <laughs> you need relief from the spiritual self. <laughs> Sometimes the only way to see it, I got to go fuck up. I got to go out and just fuck up. I got out of, got to get out of this thing. Yeah. So, so I'm not sorry for the rant. I'm just, that's how I'm seeing it today. It's so simple. Yeah. And if you're a big book person, let's forget about every other page. Just look at page 64. And just either I'm insane or it sounds like I read it, which is being convinced, which is the requirement, which one of the definitions is to believe with certainty. How can you believe with certainty with all the evidence we've had in our life? It's not difficult. Yes. Being convinced self. All right, we're not being pointed at. We're, we come later, we're the us. Right now, self is being pointed at. Self manifested in various ways is what has defeated us. That's, the, what, that's what we're meant to be convinced of, all right? We're mentioned in there, but we're mentioned as us, yes? We're not mentioned as self. It would, have, it would have been being convinced that selves, ourselves, had defeated us. No, being convinced self is what has defeated us through its manifestations. We will now look at self's common manifestations. The first one is resentment. Just ask yourself, why do you keep calling them yours? Yeah. Unless that which is talking to you is what we call self. And therefore, what it's actually saying is true to self. Resentment is self's manifestations. So when sp self speaks as us, it says my resentments, and it's actually correct. But they're not our resentments because we're not self, you see? So when it says it's disconnected, it's true. When you believe you're disconnected, that's false evidence, yeah? When it says, I'm really, really afraid, that's its basic state. When you say, I'm always afraid, is a lie, because you're not, yeah? Why do you want to try to change its nature and how it reacts to shit? Just see them as not yours, yeah? All right, I'm going to do an inventory on self's manifestations. Resentment, no my fear, no my fear. Acting, harming people in the pursuit of what I want. Incredible self-centeredness and self-seeking and self-frightened. Bingo, not yours, okay? See what it feels like when you do a little bit of an inventory that way and then feel like what it does when you do it as my resentments, my fears, my harms to others. To me, one is like going in a car wash. You come in with my resentments, you leave with resentment. Or the other old car wash, you come in with my resentments and you leave with my resentments. 
That's what you want to get washed off, is the my of it. Yeah, to be clear that self's manifestations are not yours. How did it says it perfectly? Self manifesting in various ways is what has defeated us. So in our life, self manifests in various ways. And we find ourselves calling those manifestations ours. That's the root of the problem. It, it, it migrates. It migrates from the problem solution. People in recovery are in a lot of anxiety still. They're in a lot of, they have tons of remorse about what they did when they were out there using, which they didn't do. They were compelled to do. They were driven to do. Yeah, it says it in the book. It describes, it describes conditions where we're not the driver, we're the driven. Yeah, Something has imposed its will on us. Well, yeah. I believe it's what we call self, and I believe it's foreign. I believe its activity resides in the mind, and relying on the mind is going to reinforce that activity. You're going to take yourself to be self. Yeah. And, I mean, look at the gymnastics when self tries to become spiritual. <laughs> it's not natural for it <laughs> at all. It's not, it's not a... <laughs> it comes up with like a, a Jesus that looks like a West Coast surfer. <laughs> captures the real essence of the Christ mind. Oh, he's got long hair with blue eyes. <laughs> Don't that's that sounds like a god made in our image, not that we're made in the image of God. I think we we're having a god made in our image. <laughs> Maybe he'll get you a parking space in front of the meeting or something. <laughs> a date after 6 months. <laughs> uh, there's a possibility being free that's the solution yeah please relieve us of this bondage of self yeah 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 all right anyone carry thanks for that yeah yeah i can't even remember what i read paul but um I don't see, uh, I mean, help me out. Is Michael here? Do you see hands, Michael? I don't see any. I, I got to get. No, no I don't see any right now. Yeah, no hands, Paul. Oh, there's one. Someone's got. Uh, We're doing, oh, Ross, Ross, go ahead. Hi, everyone. <clears throat> uh, hi, Paul. Good to see you again. Uh, I've not been on the meeting for a while, but <clears throat> been uh, very much on the path of freedom from self, <laughs> and it's been a journey. <laughs> Great. Uh, I was laughing a lot with just what you were saying because <clears throat> it just speaks to me so much where I'm at right now, you know. And it's funny because, <clears throat> you know, a few of my friends in Scotland, we <clears throat> we talk about your videos quite a lot. And uh, one of your videos, you talk about, you just have to point it out. And it's so, it's so interesting because <clears throat> people that I've helped recently, it's been people who have been about for a few years or whatever. 
and going through the process of pointing out this element to it, it's been like revelation, you know? Like, you know, the <clears throat> resentment is the number one offender and it's the, let's look at its manifestations. I can't remember the exact quote. That one little word, its manifestations, people I can see it, the realization of what's happening, you know? And then doing an inventory, which part of self was hurt or threatened? The impact <clears throat> that I've seen that have, have on people is so deep and profound. And the release that I've seen come has been unbelievable, you know? <clears throat> yeah. Yes, I do know. Yeah. yeah. That's why and I'm even, here. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> 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 and, you know, just my own journey, like, <clears throat> you know, I, I'm... Uh, I'm glad that you mentioned just about lust and sex and things like that. Like um, <clears throat> my sponsor suggested that I start asking God in meditation for sane sex ideals, you know. <clears throat> and I thought I had an expectation that I would wake up with sane sex ideals one day. But what started happening was this long, uncomfortable, painful, but wonderful process <laughs> of being shown untruths of same sex ideals. And it's been a very interesting thing because the amount of self that is still involved in all of that, which I didn't realize being revealed, has been very, very powerful, very freeing, you know? Mm, and just nice. like, yeah. <clears throat> and what I find with being on this journey, when you look at it like this and you see the meaning behind these words, self manifested in various ways, you know, the times that it mentioned self like that in the book, when it, it hits you, what I find with steps 10, 11, and 12, prayer, meditation, asking for the right thought or action, having the awareness that self exists, growing the awareness of the essence of what we truly are. Different ballgame of recovery, do you know what I mean? It's just like, oh my God. It's just... I can't even really describe it, you know, but I'm sure anyone who's experiencing it knows what I mean by not being able to describe it. The impact, the guidance and direction and all the stuff that you were talking about, the other side of it when you're wrapped up in self. As I was listening, I was experiencing the, the gratitude for the gift of being able to experience the other side of it, being given guidance, God discipline, disciplining me with these simple steps. You know, just as life moves on and seeing more of self as your awareness grows and being able to just detach and let it go and move on. And sometimes it is uncomfortable, but yeah, what a journey. And it's and it's still relatively early days in my life, which is great, you know. But yeah, I wanted to say thank you because talking, funny enough, talking about a big payload, I usually use one of your videos at the end, near the end of the steps to give to people that I'm helping. Because it exposes them to, it's not just me telling this, it's, you know, a, yeah, a, a face on YouTube speaking a lot of sense and things like that. It really has an impact on them. So I actually use your videos as a big payload at the end of the steps for people at the minute. This is pretty, it's pretty impactful. But yeah, thank you very much. I'm really glad to be here and thanks for letting me come in. Hey, Ross, thank you very much. Thank you for, uh, yes, that's sort of how it plays out. Like the, uh, what the weightlessness does tells you about gravity. Yeah. 
So you're not going to be a gravity master constantly being under the influence of gravity. When you're relieved, then you know about gravity. Yes? So this is sort of the thing. When you're relieved, you start really getting a clear a clarity around the problem, quote unquote. Yes? Uh, yeah. So... And what re is revealed really is more about what you're not quite a lot, yeah? Because that which you are doesn't need to be revealed. It's here. What it needs, what needs to be revealed is the thing that's blocking it seemingly. So when that, when, when the mental state's influence in your life diminishes, then these unsuspected inner resources become obvious, yeah? It's not like they just sprung up. They've always been available, but now they're obvious. Yeah. So, yep. Thank you very much. All right, Kerry. Yes, that was great. Yes, it was. Very nice. Very good. Very good. I'm looking, looking. Someone uh, have a comment, share, question. Paul, go ahead. Manchester. Hi, Paul. Yes. Um, yeah, just following on from what Ross was saying there. You know, it's. Uh, I wish. I wish I'd have. Uh, I wish I'd have had the uh, the knowledge that I've got through you and this platform. Uh, I mean, I spent so sort of well over a decade in sobriety, um, and. I was still restless, irritable, discontent, and I didn't know why. And I'd, I'd done all sorts, I'd, I'd achieved all sorts, I'd, I'd acquired all sorts of stuff and, and financial security and work and all the stuff that I didn't have when I was out there drinking. And there it was, whatever, 10, 12 years sober, and I was, I was suicidal still, because nothing worked. It did temporarily. But it was just like the drink, you know. It, it, it was like, what next? And I, it was almost like I had this this big, big shopping list of stuff that I thought would would bring me relief from me, <laughs> and and nothing worked. And then, you know, through and then when I, when I'd sort of exhausted every 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 other option, it I began the spiritual search, and and through that non-duality, and through that to you and uh yeah what can i say just to, just a thank you really just gratitude and uh you know what but what what i'm struggling with i don't know i don't know how ross manages it <laughs> but what i'm struggling with is people don't want to hear it you know I, I i try i still go to meetings and i try to fulfill my obligation and do step 12 and 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 people don't want to hear it people just reject it and you know, and I think sometimes I get I get disillusioned and I struggle attending meetings because you know. Uh, but I feel you know, obviously, step twelve tells me to carry the message, and I try to do that. But I've got to be true to myself, and I can't carry a message of, of bullshit. I have to carry the message that's brought me relief, and people don't want to hear it. So anyway, that's all from me. Thank you. Yes, that can happen a lot. But again, uh, 
when you're at a meeting, hopefully you'll feel that collective uh, presence of a, that loving God expressing itself throughout group conscience. And uh, a lot of times what you are will speak louder than what you would say anyway. So yeah, you just sit in the presence and it's after a while, uh, you really aren't in any outcome business. Yeah, those are, those are beyond your pay scale. I Hey, listen, I've gone through everything people say concerning sharing this message and stuff. So, uh, but nothing has thwarted it. It's just, uh, of course, I wanted people to hear it. Yeah. And I wanted people to, uh, but see, sometimes when it's not heard, it's seen as almost an attack, which is weird. There, people are, are protective of the, what they believe is recovery. And sometimes they'll see something as an attack to that. And that's really what used to, that's what disappointed me. It wasn't that, uh, yeah, but hey, this is how things go. And uh, by what you share and what Ross shared, and it doesn't matter if no one ever shared any good effects, it would still, I'd still be here. <laughs> just the way it goes i mean it was so obvious to me uh that it told me if you don't see this you're going to be looking from it yeah if you don't see this act of identification and you're not doing it the head is doing it if you don't see it you're going to be looking from it it's going to it's going to place you in like almost like a triangulation. You'll be the action figure, historical doer, and this and that. And man, it limits uh, so many possibilities. I'm telling you, the bondage of self is has a lot to do with limiting possibilities. Really, it will it will allow you to entertain you could be okay, but very rarely entertain you are okay. Yeah. It always has a plan for you to arrive at a future condition. Yeah. When that future condition is actually an inherent possibility now. Yeah. It's like slavery. It really is. So, uh, yeah, I've gone through it and stuff for years. <laughs> and uh, uh, you ever see, there's a great movie on the waterfront. It's an old movie with Marlon Brando and, and his and his Rod uh, Steiger plays his older brother, and Marlon and Brando sit in the back of a car, a taxi, and his older brother sort of had him uh, throw a fight and blew his chance to be. And he goes, "I could have been a contender," <laughs> and it's a great, it's just a beautiful movie uh, sequence in a movie, one of the greatest, really. So, yeah. I could have been a circuit speaker. <laughs> I ruined my own career. <laughs> a lot of times that's what happens. Yeah. Success doesn't mean, uh, I don't know what it will mean for you. Yeah. A lot of times success is built on a lot of failure. Yeah. 
because what can a failed system show you? It's failed, yeah? And when you're re relying on it, you don't want to see that, obviously, like it talks about in the first step. Who wants to admit complete defeat? <laughs> you know, no people don't want to. But when, it, when you start seeing it, uh, it's very disarming. And uh, yeah, what I would think a message that's not followed isn't a worthy message. I don't believe that anymore. I don't believe any of that stuff. I don't see success by numbers. You know, one person heard this. This is more than enough. Me. <laughs> if I can get one other person, that's great. <laughs> so, but if you're compelled, then you share it. Yes. But I learned over time what you are speaks louder than what you say. I can say something and then people love it. And then I tell them, go to Zen Bitch Slap. I never hear from them again. <laughs> as long as it's it's in their safe box, they think it's beautiful. If I say, hey, it came from here, it's no, that's, they don't want anything to do with it. Yeah, it's funny. Thanks, Paul. Yeah, thank you, really. Thanks for that share. And uh, I feel a presence in the rooms. Yeah, very powerful. And I don't think it's based on the individuals. It's a collective bouquet. Yeah. So I've always felt it there. I feel it here, but it's nice to go there. And you are just sitting there can have great value. You don't know what makes a person come back the next time. You have no idea. Yeah. yeah. So, and it's not our purpose point. That's not our job. Our job is to be of maximum use. Something else is the employer. We're the employed. Yeah. 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 I don't know how the machinations of what's happening actually work. So just if I'm there, I'm available and I'm present. That to me is being of service. If I'm not there, I'm available and present and I'm being of service somewhere else. Yeah, that's how it goes. Yeah. All right. Thanks, man. All right, Kerry. Yes, we have Tom next. All right, let's do Tom. And Thanks. Hi, my name is Tom. I'm an alcoholic. Hey, Tom. Um, although I'm also sober for quite a while, I'm uh, uh, regularly having this uh, alarming news flashes, especially in the morning. Um, uh, like the head is uh, turning on and uh, then the bad news is coming in. And what I'm wondering, is it enough? Is it enough to only notice that it's just the head? And like, well, the, the, I, I often uh, think about uh, one lesson in The Course in Miracles. It says, I'm not upset because of the reason I think. It helps me because what I think is apparently not very much, not, not very significant, although it sounds significant. It's almost, almost convincing. But is it enough to just notice that it might not be true at all? Is that enough? It can be, but then if uh, it doesn't seem to be working, you may, may need to do something, yes. It's all based on the audience. It's not based on the play. The play is going on, the presentation from the head, the, what the response to the play is based on the audience, yeah? So 
if you if you see it as not you and that works, then that's how it is that time. If you see it as not you, but it's not moving it or shit, you may have to do something. Yes. Yeah. It just uh, you'll you'll have tons of uh, opportunities and you'll start seeing things, you know, how it works. So some people get an idea that it's not about them. But at that moment, that idea doesn't have any power. Yeah. So the shit's hitting the fan. You better do something. Yeah. And then other times the same shit doesn't hit the fan because you saw it. You saw it. Well, that's obviously not me. Yeah. Or you're not being moved by it. So it's really the audience response that you follow, meaning us, not the head. Yeah. And doing something as in surface or, or step six and seven. Acting yourself, making a bed, cleaning, putting your clothes away, fucking walking the dog, whatever. Yeah. Usually you do something and then that will distract it. Mm there's called skillful means yes in buddhism so there's lots of skillful means in, in recovery one of them is serenity prayer these things are able to uh when the head is projecting you getting on a long journey it, you there'll be a quick stop and you can get off yeah that's what skillful means are yeah so you don't uh when the head has you signed up, you're going to go, it's going to be a bad day. <laughs> you can tell for that, that contract can be broken very easily. Yeah. Yeah. But this is what happens after a while you feel it. The possibility isn't based on what's being broadcast. It's the audience. Yeah. If a, if a tune reminds the audience of something, you may have to do something. If the tune is the same old, same old, you probably won't have to do anything. Yes? But it's based on your condition, not its condition. The problem with many of us, our condition is based on its condition. We have a condition ourselves. Self has its condition. They're not the same. Self's condition is agitated irritable, restless, likes to blame everyone for its dis discomfort, yes? Our condition is awareness, let's say, yeah? We're like brilliantly on and nothing lit that fire and actually nothing can put it out, yeah? What the head tries to do, it tries to convince the audience that what it's describing as its condition is our condition, yeah? So the head is yapping about what it thinks its condition is, and somehow we're aligned or bound to that. This is the bondage of self. And now we're reacting as if it's our condition. It's important to start seeing what's one's condition and what one's is self's condition. They're different, yes? Yeah, you mean some kind of false devotion? Well, yeah, there's faith. Yeah, just yeah, like faith. Yeah. Perhaps Taking the better way is trusting the infinite rather than finite self. So the the older way was trusting finite self, obviously. So the comparison is trusting finite self. Look at how much that's worked. Or maybe trusting the infinite. Now, if you try to produce that, that would be trusting finite self again. So you just hear it and then do what we do in recovery or in a way of life of sobriety right now. 
And that's going to produce the effect that you want that you can't produce, which is trusting the infinite. Yeah. And then, then thing, when you're in the state of trusting the infinite, you're probably not going to do much when the head says it's going to be a terrible day because you're going to be not fucking listening to it. Because <laughs> yeah, you'll be in the trusting the infinite part. <laughs> Yeah, then the evidence, the evidence is there, yeah, because it's not true, yeah. Yeah, and then so if something thinks it's to be true, then it needs to be convinced. So you do something, yeah. Read uh, like the daily reflection. There are easy ways to trigger uh, the disappearance of what's not even really there. <laughs> it's easy to do it. You're getting in the habits of it. But skillful means the greatest value of skillful means is when you don't need to use them yeah where you can just see it before any action has to occur yeah and i think we're all in that growth yes yeah thanks yeah you're welcome man. but i want to get the point across it's not the severity of that what's being presented in the head it's the faith in the audience from the audience yeah so even when it doesn't seem to work, it's working because you're seeing the faith is in the self, which is valuable to recognize. Yeah. And then you'll see why the conditions are the way they are, because there's been faith in self. And so therefore you realize, hey, there is a better way, which is trusting or having faith in the infinite. You, these are like living books. Yeah. We're like a living book you're getting lessons that are profoundly impactful. They're intimate because you start seeing what it looks like to have faith in self. Most people who are in faith in self don't see it that way. They don't, it's just a given, yeah? When you can start seeing, wow, and then it's, then you realize, and then it, it rings the bell that of things you've read in recovery and let's say other books, yeah? like the Course in Miracles, when there's a, when that, that note gets rung on your own bell, it's very powerful. Yeah, yeah. So you can, to see faith in action, which means, which was faith in action is faith in the thoughts. That's the faith in self. Yeah. So when there's faith in the thoughts, uh, that's important to notice. And then when you see it's not you having faith in the thoughts, that takes a lot, a lot of faith out of the thoughts. <laughs> I swear to God. Yeah. 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 <laughs> uh, yeah. Yeah. We try to share what it's like. This isn't like park. This isn't like, you know, driving into a parking space, it's like backing out of a parking space. <laughs> we're, we're like backing out of something. We're not pulling into something new. We're backing out of something else. And then it's really new. <laughs> when we back out of the something else. Yeah. So it's important to see the faith in the system to get the message. The solution is trusting something infinite. All right, here's an incredible illustrated experience in your own life, a diagram of faith in self. And okay, now you're starting to get to a point where you're going to be fucking convinced that self is what has defeated you. 
the faith in it. Hallelujah. It has value. Yeah. It's uncomfortable, maybe. Yeah. Sort of the same thing like when a tumor is being removed off of your liver. But your liver is going to feel a whole lot better when the tumor is removed. Yeah. You know, if you saw it from the liver's point of view, it would never have the tumor removed. <laughs> yeah. But you you have a liver and there's a tumor on it. And it would be better for you for the tumor to be removed from the liver. Yes. Just simple clarity. Yeah. <laughs> the liver is calling the tumor itself. It doesn't want to lose the tumor because it feels like it's going to lose itself. Yeah. But we're seeing it from a bigger point of view. Yeah. There's a tumor. I don't have the tumor. It's on the liver. So let's remove the tumor from the liver because the liver is going to do a whole lot better. Yeah. Without it. Now, if you ask the liver, it's not going to agree to that. But the liver is not seeing the bigger picture. We are. Yeah. Yeah. Do not go to self for fucking uh, advice about self. It doesn't fucking work. It just keeps reinforcing its relevance. Yeah. If I if I'm not going to go with you on the journey to God, I'm going to obstruct your journey. It just wants to be relevant. Yeah. That's what kills it. It's it's face only. It has no ass. It lives for its face. Yeah. It doesn't have any foundation. That's why it's always anxious. It knows that it's not you, and it's scared shit. You're going to come to that conclusion. It is. It's completely petrified of it because without us, it doesn't have a say. It can't express itself the way it wants. That's why it loves addictions because it can really express. Yeah. And it's, it has no fear because the self travels through all of the addictions, the addiction to getting out of the addictions, which could be like fucking 38,000 ways of trying to recover all this self travels in all of it. Yeah. But when you start seeing you're not that, uh, that's where relief, that's where relief is truly. Yeah. And it's immediate. It's not on a time delay system where you're going to have to earn or, or deserve this. No, it's inherently available. Peace of mind is inherently available. It's the ability to enjoy peace of mind. This is where we're having difficulty. Yeah. A large part of big M mind is peace. It's, it's space. It's completely. Yeah. But the ability to enjoy peace of mind is what we seem to be lacking. Yeah. Because we're trying to enjoy peace of mind, which by through something that's not at peace. It's agitated. The head is agitated. Selfing is agitated. It cannot relax. Yeah, it doesn't. It's agitated. It begets more agitation. Watch it. What happens when that which is agitated meets peace? It starts worrying, will there be peace tomorrow? That's what it does. You're having a good time. 
what does it do? It starts worrying. When are they going to find out I'm a fraud? Yes? Its reaction isn't fucking logical. It reacts to something good and saying it's never going to last. And then when there's a, a feeling and it says that's an uncomfortable feeling, it's the beginning of a lifelong depression. That's insanity. Yeah? To be having to be like an instrument being bent out of fucking shape, like every note on the guitar snaps the fucking string all over and over again. Yeah. Hmm. I've been here all the time. I'm always here. Yeah. I'm always present. And I've always, always been present. I just know it now. I'm here completely, yeah? I'm never not here. I'm always here at all times. Sometimes it seems to be forgotten or not, but what I am is always here, always available at all times, right where I am, not based on this condition, but based on its own condition. I much rather lose interest in all of my conditions and gain interest in that condition. Yes. It has one I'm looking for. It has peace. It has reliance. It has infinite. It's always available at all times. You can rest your head there truly. And hopefully leave it. <laughs> I hope, really. Yeah. So, thank you, bro. Thank you, everyone, for today. Very. Thank you so much for having us. I think we'll say goodbye, Carrie. Eh? Unless we have another question or no share. No, that's it. All right. Well, if you're, uh, we have another. This Tuesday is a one-two punch. We got another punch at. 4.30 uh, Pacific time. It's on the website also. Who is there to awaken and to what? Yes. Uh, and thank you for everyone. So let me say, Tom, thank you, Tom, for the share. And Michael, Stacy, as always, Al in Vegas, Carrie in Hawaii, Colin, I guess in Manchester. No, not Colin somewhere else, but it's Paul in Manchester. Nice to see you, Paul. Martin, like to see you when you're here. Thanks for coming. Dirk, as always. Yeah. John K. Ross. Ross, uh, I'm happy we have a chapter of Zen Bitslap uh, in Scotland. Can you do us a favor? We missed the old guy that was here from Scotland. Can you say the word miracle? Yeah, I can. <clears throat> Medical. There you go. <laughs> I love it. <laughs> I love. <laughs> uh, <laughs> you see how a word can be changed just by the emphasis. It's just mind-boggling. Do you think everything is solid and real here? We're giving it all the meaning it has. Sally, nice to see you, Sally. Sally, every time I see you, I catch you in the act of participating. 
every time. Mia, she's somewhere, I don't know. She's in San Diego now. Oh, you made it, all right, great. Roman, as always, it's coming. Sicily's um, coming. Uh, yeah, we got uh, Aos, can I, oh, Isha, Isha. Nice to, thank you for the Isha. <laughs> I wasn't going to arrive there. Ireland, eh? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. David S. David, thank you for some uh for your donation. I appreciate it a lot. Yeah. Helps helps out the uh the lavish lifestyle. Uh John S. in Florida, he's uh reaping the harvest of just doing nothing. Not bad, eh? Yeah. You all have all the material. Maybe it just emphasizing it differently will trigger. Yes? Amen, brother. And I haven't been doing shit and I don't I don't feel bad about it at all. <laughs> <laughs> there you go, bro. That should be a good t-shirt. I, I don't I haven't done shit and I don't feel bad about it. <laughs> That's good. Rico, Rico, thanks for coming, bro. You're a man of his word. He said he was coming and he's coming. Nice to see you. We got Joseph. Oh, Joseph is outside now in France. Wow. Your life's getting larger, bro. That's good, eh? It's good to be out in the air. Yeah, I hope, unless it's a heat dome. <laughs> uh, Mickey, the matriarch of Madeira. Grant me your blessings. James Lebowski. Always a pleasure to see James. Chris B in Massachusetts. Verena, yes, there she is. Annette, oh, Annette, nice to see you, Annette. I know that candle's burning somewhere. Oh no, this isn't Nanette, this is Annette in Pennsylvania. All right, nice to see you. Bryant, nice day, nice. Bryant is uh, circled back. He's on that, he's like a, a comet every couple of years. Nice to see you, Bryant. You're always a lifetime member of Zen Bishlap, liking it or not. Yeah, so don't worry, yeah. There's a lot of fringe benefits that are gonna be probably quite unsuspected, but they're working for you. Chris and Mammoth Lakes, always a pleasure. We go back a long way in this whole event uh we've got zoe zoe amy seattle cassandra let me see if i can see this one uh kimia we got nina uh-huh rich rich here rich now <laughs> steve san diego kathy oliver berlin nice to see you oliver i hope all's well there yeah yeah all right, well, that's it. I'll see you guys, some of you later. And I hope you know all the events are on the Zoom page, on Zen Bitslap under events on the, all the Zoom info. And uh, thank you. Thanks for the shares and, and all the reports about how things are going. Bye. Thanks, Paul. Thanks, Paul. Thanks, Paul.